You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. So you have a fantastic guest. She's from Cheshire. She <laughs> speaks like she's from London. It's the wonderful Lisa T. Hey, Lisa. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Dom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks. I'm a bit conscious now of how I'm speaking, but apart from that, I'm all good. <laughs> don't don't worry. I mean, I always I always talk about my accent and how you. I mean, I can I can talk. I'm going to try now. I'm going to fail miserably, but I can talk relatively posh. And <laughs> not not when I say posh, by the way, is I do not mean like like pretentious posh I mean like well spoken like Queen's English like very yeah. I can understand you very well whereas is that, is that how you think I speak like Queen's English like proper like proper oh thank you <laughs> um I think it's just because when we're talking to so many people you tend to you tend to find a way of talking to speak yeah to speak clearly and we're yeah. just talking now and I, I obviously I've I, I I don't want to call it a mantra, but I've got like a set few things that I like to say before a show, just to like basic. I, I'm using quotation marks now, but ground rules, yeah, um, because there is no rules um, with this podcast. So one of the things I always say, particularly to those who live in like Nashville, Seattle, um, New York, all around the states, because they don't really the only English language they know, the Engl- the only English accent they know is. London, yeah. Because everything's always either based in London or it's based at Emmerdale Farm or yeah. Corrie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah. Anyhow, you speak very, you speak very lovely. Oh, thanks, Dom. <laughs> how so? How have you been in general this past this past year in this kind of? I don't want to use the word, but in this kind yeah. of situation we're in. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I know I always feel a bit bad saying this because I know it's been a really hard time for a lot of people, but I feel that I've I've kind of I had a bit of a bad time before lockdown, to be honest. And yeah. then just as lockdown was approaching, I started to sort of feel a, a bit sort of better in myself. So during that lockdown period, I just really threw myself into my music. I was doing live streams on Facebook and Instagram. I was writing songs and just kind of finding myself. I know as cheesy as it sounds, that's kind of what I feel like has happened. I had no external distractions. My day job, there's a lot of traveling normally all around the country. So to have that taken away and just be able to work from home and have my evenings every night to just do whatever I wanted, it made a real difference to me. So I actually think that I'm ready for it to end now, don't get me wrong, but I think that I, 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 I've grown quite a lot in the last year musically much more so than ever before anyway so yeah I've got I've got that to be grateful for through lockdown no that's very wise I mean you know it's about using time constructively you know Mm. instead of just sitting around I mean there's nothing wrong with this there's nothing wrong with sitting around and watching box sets all day but you know, you've you've taken the initiative to, to find yourself, to find your sound, and to find what makes you you. Yeah, yeah. I think if if it can come at a good time, 
then it, lockdown came at a good time for me personally. Yeah. But I can't I can't help but feel a bit bad saying that because I know it's been really awful for, for a lot of people. But yeah, I do. If it had happened the year before, I think I would have really struggled just because of where I was personally at then with my mental health and stuff. But at the time it fell, it was quite a good time for me. So I just kind of made the best of it, I suppose, in terms of using the time, like you say, to, to make music and stuff. Now... When it comes to making music, now... Yes. Obviously, I follow you on Spotify. Yes. And, and obviously, I love, to, I love to listen to a variety of music. <laughs> and the great thing with yourself and your music, particularly on Spotify, is the diversity of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you go from a year too long and Galway Bay, two very, very <laughs> different songs. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I do. I know that you're kind of supposed to have a, a style. And if I, ha- if I had to sort of say, I would classify myself as my style is, is country. That's kind of what I think suits my voice the best and, and everything like that. And But then I also really like sort of more poppy country, country pop side and then the folky music the ballad so I'd like a big like you say a variety really and I think the Galway Bay song you probably think it's a bit random and it is really but it's quite a special song to me because my I'm half Irish and my dad's fully Irish and I've grown up around him playing and singing all that kind of music and that's kind of where it came from so when I made that covers album which was just for fun really for for me and family and friends I called it She Began to Fly I wanted to include songs on there like Galway Bay that were really special to me and and my family and my cousins and stuff so that's kind of the reason for for that I suppose because I can see why it seems a bit random um but yeah I mean you can hear you can hear that you well you you your sound, particularly in like Galway Bay, you've got that Irish melody, you know, that Irish tone. That oh, do you just, think? It yeah. comes across really, 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 really well. Oh, thank you. That, no, I, I, I've never had anyone actually say that before, that I've got that Irish um, really? tone sort of. <laughs> That's surprising. Yeah. I mean, because to me, it's actually really clear. Oh, Right, thank you. I've had a lot of people say, like, when I do, because a lot, I don't know if you've seen, but on my Instagram and my TikTok and stuff, I I ask people if they want me to do any requests. So a lot of of people, especially the younger people, they ask me to do, like, little mix songs, Beyonce, and I love all that stuff. And I tend to, to do those requests. And when I do, I've had loads of people say, oh, you've got a real country uh, style or tone to your voice. So I've had a lot of people kind of, pick pick up on that even though they've never heard me sing anything other than just a little mix cover yeah um but no I've never had anyone say that before and that's really nice because like I say all my family's Irish so that's really really nice of you to say (laughs) so if the majority of your family's Irish what are you doing in Cheshire (laughs) well my dad moved over from Donegal when he was 18 because there was not really any work opportunities so he moved over to Stoke and um 
yeah, set, set up camp there, I suppose, met my mum. And then a few years later, they decided they'd have me. <laughs> so that's just kind of where they, where they settled in Cheshire. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I find it so fascinating, the whole, you know, getting up and just changing everything. I mean, just, I'm I'm originally from West Bromwich and we moved up, we moved up to Leeds when I was five. So I changed schools, I changed friends, I changed everything. And yeah, I mean, I I loved I loved the change and I can see why people do it. And I highly recommend Mm. it to anybody that wants to do something different to actually yeah. just get up and just do it I know yeah it's 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 quite I I suppose I kind of did it I've moved to London about must be about six years ago um but I had the stability of being able to transfer my job they've got an office in Stoke and an office in London so yeah. I had that safety net so I wasn't changing everything I did change location I changed you know I suppose things like that but work was the same um, but yeah I only planned to go for six months I said I'll just go down for six months and my mum always says it she said you were lied to me you said you'd be gone for six months and five years later you were still there <laughs> but yeah I moved back to Cheshire about um a year and a half two years ago now so yeah what, yeah so what was it that officially like made you move made you go for the move then I think it was just because um, I'm from quite a small town called Sandbach in Cheshire and I went to uni in Bangor which is also fairly small it's not like the big city life experience and at the time I was about I was 23 and I just thought I'm just going to do something and like I say I convinced myself by just saying it would have only be six months and I thought, yeah, I'll just go for six months and then I'll come back. And then I just loved it. I just fell in love with it, with the city. It's amazing. So I ended up staying for five years. It was only a couple of years ago that I thought, and if I can't afford to make my life permanent down here, you know, I can't think about trying to buy a property down here or anything because everything's just so expensive. So that's the reason I kind of decided to to venture back up north. <laughs> How have you found the actual moves and stuff helped you with writing songs or actually performing so if I'm completely honest Dom I've only got into well I've always loved singing ever since I was younger I've done theatre shows I've been on the stage in in shows but I've only actually properly thrown myself into music probably the last year and a half and um, so when I was in London for all that time I, I wasn't living my purpose I wasn't singing I wasn't doing what made me happy I was just it was great but it was a it feels like it was a different person now I would I would go to work I'd go out to the pub and it was a lovely time but now I feel that like I said to you before as cheesy as it sounds I feel like I've found myself I've found my purpose but this whole music industry everything it's all so new to me I'm I'm really just starting out to be honest um yeah you started that off as if it was a bad thing as if it's no, like a I just, big dirty secret. <laughs> I just think some of, well, most of the people that I come across in this industry, they're so experienced, so talented. Like everyone's kind of got all these links and everyone knows each other, which is amazing because everyone's so supportive. Um, and I, I kind of just think I'm not embarrassed that I'm so new to it, but I'm, I'm not a spring chicken. I am 30, you know, I probably should have really got 30. into this a long time <laughs> I'm not having that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. I could have got away with being like 22. 
you, I still get ID'd everywhere I go. There's there's nothing wrong with being ID'd everywhere you go. I mean, yeah. I wish I was ID'd. <laughs> I mean, I'm only 28, so it's like I kind of like. I mean, because I've got my beard, it's it it's frustrating. Um, because I sometimes you just want to be ID'd. You want to feel a bit younger, and you want to feel a bit. <laughs> but I, I, I'd say you was. 25 24 would you would you yeah no i'm 30 sadly no sadly. what <laughs> you don't have to be negative it's no positive. i don't i'm i'm 30 and i'm grateful for i'm trying to put a positive spin on it now i'm grateful for you know all of the, all of the lovely things in life that you have when you're 30 all the wonderful life experiences that you had and still young enough <laughs> to enjoy life yeah <laughs> oh, dearie mate dear. just smile that's what it's about and just enjoy life I mean it's, there's no such thing as joining the party too late or you know getting yeah. into a scene too late I mean I was only do, I've only been doing this a year and I've loved every Have second so, yeah I didn't know that you'd only been doing it a year February February 23rd was my first episode um, oh amazing so just before lockdown then just before i mean i didn't it was before even lockdown became a thing and yeah but yeah it it just shows that you know whatever it how can I, how do i say this it's about how much time and effort you put in and you can see that with the yeah. way that you perform the way that you engage with your audience everything is amazing oh thank you now i do i do feel like in the short time that i've been doing this I do feel like I've really thrown myself into it fairly similar to you actually it was just before lockdown that I actually went to my very first open mic was only last January um 2020 and January till March I just it was almost like I knew something was going to happen because I just went everywhere went to the Lions Den in Manchester quite a lot with Laura Farrow's open mics they were amazing went to Dan Toff's open mics all in Staffordshire and Cheshire I just went to all the ones I could find and all the ones that, that, that sounded like um, fairly local and then lockdown hit and I started doing the live streams like I say and right actually started writing for the first time and then we had that little bit of freedom in summer so I went back and I'd got my first actual paid gig then in the Swan with Two Neck in Macclesfield and yeah. then I was back in lockdown again so I wrote uh, wrote a bit more and that's when I wrote A Year Too Long um, and, and Davis Branch produced it for me um, and, and yeah, it's just all been really fast, really, really fast. But like you say, it's been it's been just over a year, but it's been it's been great, really good. Now, Davis Branch is a name that I've heard quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think he's the man of the moment, isn't he? He's man of the moment. I mean, we mentioned before, like being friends with Nikita, um, Nikita Skogan. She yeah. does a lot of stuff with Davis. Um, yeah. Daniel Borge, he does a lot of stuff with Davis. So many yeah. different artists have worked with him. And he's, he's, I can't wait to actually meet the guy because he sounds amazing. Yeah, he's he's so talented. Like, like I say, I'm very new to this. So when he said to me, you know, do you want to um, do a song? I was like, absolutely. But I've got no idea how this works. I've never like done done this before so can you help <laughs> so he was like yeah you know what you normally do is you send like a demo track over and I'm like 
I don't know what a demo track is. All I know is I've got the melody to this song. I've got the lyrics. I know how I want it to sound, but I can't express that to you. So here you go, <laughs> do what you can. And that was literally all I gave him. And then he came back and had, he basically just produced what was in my head without me actually being able to express what I wanted. Yeah. And he just did it. And it was amazing. Yeah. It's the, it's, I said to him the other day, it's the best thing I ever did producing that song with you because it's, I think it's just without, even if I say it's, it's so good because of the work that he did on the, the music, that's what makes it, the, the, I think, the music. So yeah, he's great. Plus, the great thing as well is you can say you're a Nashville recording artist. Yes, that is also great. <laughs> I saw that Nikita had it on her Spotify and I was like, hey, I'm one of those as well. I'm going to put that on mine. <laughs> I mean, you deserve it. I mean, the songs that you've been producing and even the covers that you've put on Spotify, I've listened to over and over and over oh. and over again. It's just amazing. Oh, thank you. I mean... The way that you change, not change Jolene, but make it into your own, as in your own story. You know, it's not just the, not just the karaoke kind of version. It's, it's. It seems to me like it's been slowed down. The vo- the vocals slowed down slightly, but the tempo yeah. is still quite high, and it just adds yeah. that extra beat, like almost like an off step. And to me, it just yeah. sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. I'm not really good at taking compliments, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I won't, I'll, I'll always be brutally honest and I'll say, you know, the song was good, but it could do with X, Y, and Z. But I, mm. I, 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 I mean, mm. Boys of Summer is the other one that's the cover on there, and just yes. So I I didn't do the music for that. I've got to um, admit the other songs on there, the Galway Bay, Jolene, and Fooling Around. That is me just with acoustic guitar. But yeah. Boys of Summer, that was um, someone that I met in Manchester at the Lions Den open mic um Benjamin Jeffrey yep. he's an amazing guitarist he's he's so good so he um he did the the music to that for me so yeah I, I think that's a good one fooling around is that a cover yeah yes it is it's it's um do you recognize it or I don't want to tell you in case you're trying to remember who did it originally Freddie Mercury. Uh, Freddie Mercury? No. Well, the version that I've covered is Patsy Cline. Patsy Cline. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I just quickly Googled, and it's the first one that came up. Yeah. And I was like, huh? I don't remember, I don't remember <laughs> this. And the reason why I had to ask then is because the way that you sing it is very... Yeah. It's very believable. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it, it kind of... When you when you listen to a song, you think, okay, okay. Now, if if you've listened to the words to "fooling around," then you'll know what I'm saying. You'll know what I'm talking. About. <laughs> yeah, I think the best piece of, of feedback, and it was hard to hear at the time, um, was it must, how long ago would it be? It must be about eight months ago now. I was applying for loads of like online competitions and stuff, and um, I I did 
an audition and I got some feedback saying that it was it was very vanilla was the phrase that they used they said my voice was lovely but the expression wasn't there and the feeling wasn't there so then I had a one-to-one coaching session with a lady who basically spent an hour telling me that any song you sing you have to put yourself in that in that position you are that person you are Patsy Cline singing that song who's who's had her who's walked out on her husband because her husband's been fooling around on her and she's thrown the ring the ring back at him or you know you've got to just be that person so that's kind of just what I, I started to do um and I, I do feel as she said to me actually because I was like how, how have you got time to think about acting when you're trying to hit every note and you're trying to remember what chord to play and she said no no no, no. you don't think about it you just do it you just get on stage and you are that person. And she said, and you will realise that you perform better when you get in that character. And it's so weird because I thought to myself, that won't happen, but it does for me anyway. When I just become that character of whatever the song is I'm singing, um, then somehow I can sing better and I can perform better because I'm not trying to think about how I should look or what face facial expression to pull or you know what to do with my right arm. I remember when I first was doing um online things I kept watching um Jade Helliwell and her videos because she's just so uh, just amazing at performing and I was thinking how does she know what to do with her arms like she's just so natural to her and I spent a lot of time when I was performing like what do I do with my arms should I where should I put them like should I put them in front should I put them behind and as soon as I got that feedback just be the character just be the person I suddenly stopped worrying about what to do with my hands, where to where to look. I was just so absorbed in, and I still am now when I sing, I'm so absorbed in whatever the character of that song is. So when it's Jolene, you know, I'm begging Jolene not to steal my mat. And I just pretend that I am genuinely begging Jolene not to steal my mat. And I don't know, it works for me and it, it seems to help me um, with the, the whole overall performance. Yeah. No, you, you can see that. You can see the... You can see the, I don't want to say performance because you've just used the word, but the, the, I need a word. Like the, I know, acting maybe without character. (laughs) Yes, that's what I wanted to say. The way that you go into character, the way that you can transform yourself into into someone else. You know, I mean, just going through your Instagram lives earlier. And just seeing the seeing the variety of music as well that you sing is just mm. out of this world. I mean, I was lo- I was looking at your website uh, earlier on today, and in your events, uh, it was for an event that you did a live stream in January. Yeah, and yeah. the set list is still up. Yeah, and just there alone, it, it, it's it's crazy the number of songs you got. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's very varied. And again, I don't know why, but I just feel like, oh, I should really find a niche and I should, you know, kind of stick to one, one thing. But then I just think, you know, that's what I like to do. If there's a song I enjoy singing, I just add it to my set list. And if I enjoy singing it, I think it it comes across and people enjoy listening to it. Whereas if I'm just singing songs because I feel like I should, I don't think it comes across. It's not as enjoyable for people to listen to. So yeah, for now anyway, I'm just going to stick with doing what feels right. <laughs> Not too right. I mean, if you don't enjoy doing what you're doing, then people know that. People people pick up on yeah, that. And that's definitely. the last thing you want is to turn people away just because you're mm. not feeling something. 
Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen people, I mean, I've seen people do karaoke before. And if they're not feeling the song, they'll just say, you know what, I'm, I'm not feeling this. You can see the room's yeah. a bit stale because of it. And they'll just pass the mic back and say, you know what, bring on the next person. Yeah, yeah, gosh. It's about knowing knowing your own voice. It's about knowing your own feelings mm-hmm. towards a song. And it's about knowing, just knowing the room. And obviously being yeah. on the live stream is completely different because you can't see the room. Yeah, it is. I always say when I'm doing my live streams, after every song, I just naturally want to go, thank you, because you finish playing, you finish singing, and you know that people normally will be clapping. And I always just look into the camera and I'm like, thank you, dead awkwardly. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. There's only so much you can say after you've like finished playing to like a, 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 a camera. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's something that people have had to quickly quickly adapt to, and I mean even just like watching access um, Circle All Access for the Grand Ole Opry, and you're seeing people perform. Mm-hmm. Just watching the way that they perform is just like like you're there, and you've got that. You've got it. Oh, really, thank you. Really, really excited to see you perform live. Oh, yes, I can't wait to get back out and perform live. I've got a few gigs lined up now, actually, now that places are starting to open back up again. Ooh, yeah. um, so I'm just really excited. Um, oh, where, are you going? To... where are you going? Can you tell us yet? So I think, no, yeah, I can. I think I mentioned them before, actually. The Swan with Two Necks in Macclesfield. Um, so the lady that runs that pub, she's called Wendy. She's so lovely, so supportive, and she loves like all the types of songs that I sing. So I did a gig there last summer, and she's asked me to go back. I'm going on the 7th of August, and then for Bank Holiday Weekend, they do something called the Swan Fest. So I'm playing with a band called the Liam Reed Band um, during the Swan Fest as well. So they're my two things that I've got lined up so far, which I'm really excited about, and I'm hoping there'll be more to come as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that's the great thing at the moment is the whole we're getting over the peak now and we're getting back into like it's like just you can see the finish line i know i just want to get there now and just just see everybody and hug everybody because i mean yeah i've not met a single person yet and it's crazy it's crazy just being stuck in a room yeah obviously the great thing with these remote calls you know we're we're talking via zoom at the moment and it's amazing that we can actually see each other and speak even speak to each other yeah i mean i'm i'm way on the other side of the pennines in the right side and yeah it's it's nice to it's nice to be able to talk but it's not as good as talking in person no, it's not. And it doesn't matter how long you, you, you know, it goes on for and how much you do get used to it. It's still just not the same, is it? As when you, you can't build the same relationship with someone, especially when it's the first time you meet someone. When you meet face to face, I'm a very like, I don't know, I bounce off the person who's right there physically in front of me. Um, and I nearly said I'm a very touchy person, but that would sound a bit, a bit But you know what hey, I mean? Oh. You like to kind of have... <laughs> You like to kind of have a laugh and stuff, whereas on on Zoom and stuff, you can you can kind of get a bit of an, a, a rapport going or whatever, but it's not the same. No. So, I mean, yeah. it feels like I'm genuinely in your living room right now, though. It's because <laughs> so... you've got the same lamp. That's why. <laughs> it just looks so cozy. What's that? What what materials your sofa? Just like 
it looks so. I don't know actually. What material is this? I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. <laughs> see, this makes great podcasting. You see, you know, we talk about sofas and materials and. <laughs> One thing I do want to know, though, is just above your lamp, there is a, is that a speaker? Um, Yeah, it is, but it's, what is that connected to? I think that's connected to... The hip bone. The, the, I think, I don't know what it's connected to. I've not, since I've been here, which isn't actually that long, it's not been used. But yeah, there's four speakers in each corner, so... That'll be interesting to investigate what that's for. Ooh, you're being spied on. <laughs> Imagine. No, I don't think so. I'm a bit freaked out then. What are they for? I think they're probably connected to that thing down there. But yeah, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> that thing down there, I presume, is a hi-fi unit. Yeah, I think that is what it is. I'm very technical, as I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> Only took me half an hour to work out how to get on the, the Zoom audio thing really <laughs> I mean, it only took no, two joking. seconds i'm joking i use teams for work i don't really use zoom that much so i use normally use facetime or teams so yeah zoom is a bit new but no it didn't take me half an hour i mean i'm in joking i've got to say i don't mind teams but when you've got teams on your mobile it is so annoying when you're in a group chat and somebody calls the group chat because everybody's phones start going even if it's not for you it's just ugh, so irritating oh really Oh, I've yeah. never, I've never had that before. I, on your like chat on Teams, do you have like a group chat of multiple people? Yeah, we do, t- and then we write in the chat box. But I've never had anyone try and call the do actual it. whole group before. Do it. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll annoy everyone tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody, it's so frustrating because there's one person at work that always does it, and oh, you, you there. I mean, I'll listen to my music whilst I'm working away and next thing you know it starts vibrating thinking oh somebody's phoning me yes and it's just a conference <laughs> call it's like oops I didn't mean to do that sorry guys oh. <laughs> I've never had that before see th- th- this is great you know this country music podcast and I love talking about technology I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get this question out of the way because I know that Linda's going to hate me if I don't. So okay. I'll start off with this one. Okay. okay I know what you're going to ask me. I would say biscuit. Is that the wrong answer? Of course, yeah. Because <laughs> they are called cakes, so I get why people would say they're cakes, but to me that's not fulfilling enough to be a cake. It's a little tiny biscuit. A cake is like chocolate fudge cake, you know, like a big, satisfying cake. Like, I, for me, it just doesn't cut it. They should just be called Jaffa biscuits, then there'd be no confusion. You see, I've just been speaking to Jeff and Victoria from Tennessee Twin. And yeah. And I believe it was Jeff's, uh, down the line in Jeff's family, they were bakers. And yeah. And... Their definition of a cake was if it, when it grows old, it goes stale, it goes hard. Ah, uh, yes. Whereas a biscuit goes soggy. Mm-hmm. What happens to Jaffa cakes when they grow old? I don't know, but I've heard someone say this before. They go very hard. <laughs> so that means they're a cake. They're a cake. Well, they are called Jaffa cakes, so I suppose the clue's in the name, isn't it? Well, the, the other type... 
the other hypothesis was that the reason why they were called cakes was because it reduces the amount of tax because biscuits get taxed and oh, those yes. cakes don't. I heard that as well. Mm. Just a lifelong debate. Yeah, it's like the chicken and the egg. <laughs> or the pineapple and the pizza. <laughs> don't even dare answer that question. Because <laughs> you... Sometimes, you know how you get Hawaiian with ham and pineapple? Sometimes I will say, can I have a Hawaiian but take the ham off so I just have pineapple on pizza? Wow, that's that's like next level. Oh, I lo- I'd love you even more now. Love you even oh, more. Oh, good. <laughs> Linda, if you listen to this, Lisa's our friend. <laughs> that's the right answer. Mm, you should try it, honestly. Just nothing else, just pineapple on a margarita. It's so nice. Why don't you just ask for a margarita and then just ask for pineapple? Or does it cost more for that? It probably costs cheaper for that, actually. Because if you have Hawaiian, then yeah. But I don't know. I think it's just because otherwise people might be really confused. Like, what? But if I say Hawaiian but without the ham, they're like, oh, yeah, I already know what that is. Because if I say, can I have a margarita with pineapple on? People might look at me and be like, that's weird. But it just slips through people's mind they don't notice what's going on because i'm just saying hawaiian without the ham what is your favorite pizza pizza hut pizza hut like pizza hut, pizza hut margarita pizza with pineapple on top i love pizza i could talk about pizza all day it's my favorite what what's what, your favorite what base the thick one the pan base yeah you see, yeah if i'm going to pizza hut it's got to be the pan base if it's anywhere else it's got to be a thin crust uh, crispy base because the, right. I think it's because the, I don't know, the grease to dough ratio at Pizza Hut is spot on. Oh, it's just fantastic. And then the thick cheese, you know, there's not just scrimping around with a little bit of cheese. It's thick cheese. Oh, I love Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> the great thing as well is I, I really enjoy the salad bar. And I think it's mainly because of the bacon bits that you can get. Yes. And oh, I, I really and like the. And the past, you know, the, well, it's a salad bar that's got everything other than salad. It's got that nice pasta, the Doritos with the dips, the breadsticks. Yeah, the salad bar is great. I love how they call it a salad bar as well, so you think that you're being healthy. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Pizza Hut to eat a salad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, I do love pizza. I used to work for Domino's as a driver. Mm, that's my second favourite. The only issue with Domino's, I found... I love you, Domino's. If you're still looking for another driver, you know, feel free to hit me up. But um, the great, the issue with Domino's was the price. You know, it's very expensive. Yeah, in it is to quite expensive. Else. Yeah, you just got to go on a Tuesday, haven't you? Two for Tuesdays. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was always great as a member of staff because you get discounts, and then obviously two for Tuesdays was just like it was like the best day ever. Um, yeah, oh, I can't remember how much it costs now. It was, it was last year. It was during the summer um, in August. I had to start working there because obviously being furloughed and mm. reduced wage, you've still got bills to pay. And, yeah, you know you, you've got to bulk it out. Now that leads me to my next question: with performing music, mm. and obviously when you send out your music to somebody else to produce, or you know you're paying for session musicians. It's not cheap. Mm. How is it for you, you know, at home here? You know, what is it? Do you do something individually away from music to finance everything? Or is it just through 
music? Yeah, so I, um, at the moment, music isn't my full-time, like, career it's um it is kind of i say it's a hobby but it's becoming more of more of a way of life now than than just a hobby um but yeah i i have a full-time job as well which is a well i'm a well-being manager which means basically that i support people with their mental health mainly graduates people that are at university doing their placement year so yeah that's kind of how that's my source of income basically I'm not relying on music for an income at the moment anyway um but yeah I mean it's not cheap like you say I've only actually as I said before my new release a year too long that's the only song really where I've um had somebody well had Davis branch produce it for me other than that it's just been um I had a bit of studio time actually for my um covers album she began to fly I had some studio time for that um but yeah I guess I've not I've not sort of um done too much of the whole paying for things yet but I can Mm -hmm. see that it would be expensive if you produce loads and loads of songs with people and stuff so the well-being mental health yes what kind of what what was what was the catalyst to lead you down that path so I at uni I did psychology just because it was the only thing I was interested in and my mum said to me you are going to university like I didn't really have a choice <laughs> so I was like right okay, okay probably should do the one, the one thing I'm interested in then so I did psychology um and yeah I think I, I didn't plan to do this role when I got this job in, it's in I worked for a recruitment company actually and I started off just doing like you know basic recruitment requirements and then as the years have gone on I've kind of managed to like gradually get into this role um and it was originally called a service manager and then I've asked them to change the title because basically what I do day to day is well-being I do meditation sessions I work with people on um how they can improve their well-being through things like gratitude and um positive self-talk and you know it is what I do so they've changed my title now which is great um and it's quite funny actually because I think I briefly mentioned to you that um, because a year too long, um, when it re- when it was released, it got to number two in the iTunes country charts. BBC Radio Stoke had me on just to talk about it, and then um, they heard that I'm a well-being manager. The guy John Akers, who does the breakfast show, um, so he's at, he asked me to come on this week every morning to to play this celebrity game. But he said to me, "When you're on, can you share one tip?" one well-being tip each day for the listeners to try and because as we've been saying this is a bit of a crap time for everyone's mental health so um so that's what I've been doing so um today I was talking about gratitude and how that's a real mood booster and it improves our sleep quality and tomorrow he doesn't know this yet but I'm going to talk about cold exposure don't know if you've seen all of this recent stuff like the body coach Joe Wicks he's been partnering with Wim Hof about having ice baths and stuff like that so mm-hmm. there's just a lot more research now about how exposing ourselves to the cold is so good for our mental health um, our energy levels and stuff so tomorrow I'm going to say to him you, you can you have a cold shower um, and let me know how you get how you get on. So I don't think he's going to be too happy with that, but it'll be interesting to see what he says. That sounds evil. That sounds really, <laughs> really evil. I will, I... It's so good, though. Honestly, you should try it, Dom. It's it just lifts your energy so much. You see, I've not. I don't like cold showers or cold baths, but I, yeah. I've just started running. 
Now, I haven't run mm. since I was a kid, since I was a wee little kid at high school doing sports. And the time I go is like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. And I, I work in Leeds and there's a canal that runs right behind where I work. And I do a couple laps around and it's freezing cold in the morning and my hands and fingers are blue and it's that cold. But I always feel really, really, I don't feel tired afterwards. I feel awake. I feel really yeah. energized. I'm, my blood's yeah. pumping. I'm I'm nice and warm, even though I was cold to begin with. And Yeah, <sighs> it's so good. So to start off, what you can do is you know, because no one likes stepping into a cold shower. So at the end of your hot shower, you can just turn it cold for like 30 seconds and just breathe through it. And I know it's, it's, it's not nice, but you feel so good after. It's great for immune system. It, it's good for your heart, your cardiovascular system. It's just, it's just really good for us. I don't want to be, I don't want to be vulgar. I really don't want to be vulgar or really off-putting. But <laughs> when... When men talk about having their areas kicked and everybody kind of winces in pain, I've just kind of like winced in pain in that sense of just... <laughs> the thought of it, yeah. Just cold and everything just like hiding and... oh, Yeah. No, it's not, um, it's not um, like the easiest thing to do, but... Once you've done it, you feel so good after. I promise. Just try it, and if you if you don't want it to do it again, don't do it again. Oh, no. Thirty seconds, cold shower tomorrow. I'll always try something at least once. Now, I'm not doing it for thirty seconds, but we've got a shower at work, <laughs> and I couldn't work it out for the life of me. I kept turning the knobs, and every time it just went straight to cold. And I spent <clears throat> I spent at least a minute in cold water just trying to work out how to get it hot. So does that yeah. count? Kind of, yeah. No, it does. It does count. You've done it. <laughs> there we go. I've done it. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I totally, totally commend you for what you do because, like, um, there's so many people out there, including myself, that suffer with depression. We suffer with anxiety. We suffer with mm. insomnia. I mean, I've, I'm now currently. I don't think I. I think I've mentioned this. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. Um, but I'm speaking with a sleep therapist and I'm oh, now yeah. a, I've got a regime that I've got to follow. Yeah. So I've, I've got to basically, I've got to turn off all technology now at 11.30, start a yeah. wind down routine, um, like reading a book, um, doing a crossword, mm -hmm. dim the lights as much as I can, which I don't have any dimmers. So that's kind of impossible. Um... Have have like a warm decaffeinated drink, so I'll probably just yeah. have some like warm milk or something, mm -hmm. and and then just like read a book and lay in bed and just read a book and then as soon as it turns midnight, I've then got to go to sleep and then I've got to wake up at five a.m. and I've got to do that yeah. every day just so I've got a routine. I think I've done this same. What's it? Is it, maybe you can't say, but I think I've done this same thing. Well, the. I, I went, I'd got it all through the GP, um, yeah. the great, the great NHS and it's through yeah. a company. I'm, I'm happy. I'll happily say the company it's Leaptastic. The company's called. Okay. Um, it's, it's not the same then. It's, it sounds very similar. I guess they will, they'll be quite similar, but yeah, it sounds very similar to something I did. Um, I'll see if I can pull up the, so 
I need to do my um oh I need to log into it. <laughs> so yeah, that that's what my this this is great. Podcast right okay that's ah uh, yeah no, that's that's really good i've got to, helpful the way they do that i've got to fill out a diary a sleep diary every night um when i wake mm. up so it goes so it explains so i can explain how i feel and how yeah how how my night was and what i did the day before so we can kind of see like a pattern or a routine farming now ever since i've started the exercise i've been sleeping so well i mean I'm yeah. tempted to just like scrap off the five hours and just do like 10 hours. <laughs> like, <just> heaven. <laughs> oh, anyways. That's, that's good though, that it's working. Enough about my sleep. We're not here for my sleep. We're here for your music. <laughs> now, music. Yes. So we've got a year too long and I haven't yeah. mentioned it yet, but you liked me in red. Yes, yes. So talk so about that you liked was, me in red. Yeah, so that was um, November that I released "You Liked Me in Red," and I that was I suppose that was my very first. Um, although a year too long is the the one that I will remember the most probably because it's 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 done quite 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 well. "You Liked Me in Red" was kind of just for fun, you know, with a girl called Abigail Hannah that I met um, about a month before, and as I say, I have never really done this before this is all very new to me so again I just had the words the lyrics to the song I had the melody I knew how I wanted it to sound but I couldn't really put the music together for it yes. um so I sent the song to, to Abigail on um via email and then she said oh I'll just throw something together for you and see if you liked it it was very casual and then she put it together I was like I love it so we um yeah we just did it between us we didn't even send it to anyone to mix and master or produce properly um it was kind of just something that we put together ourselves um and then released so yeah that was my very first kind of I, I guess kind of quite a fun um song just between between us and then a year too long I would consider that like not a serious song but that was more like of a professional um my first professional produ Nashville produced song <laughs> which song is it there's I think there's two songs you do and you do something really, really quirky. It's when you're doing a, I think it's a certain key or a certain pitch. I'll, your hmm. voice does a nice little quiver, and it's it's really, really satisfying. If satisfying. Oh, really? Thank you. I don't know if satisfying is the right word to use. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> um, no, it's not. But it just sounds. I, I need to try and find which song it is so I can demonstrate it. <laughs> is it one of the ones on Spotify? Yeah. I wonder which one it is. I might um, be, I might be going with it. <laughs> Don't worry, I will edit the... Um, I will edit out these kind of random silences. Oh, it's all right. Yes, Galway Bay. So.
Oh, the vibrato. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I genuinely, oh, genuinely, 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 genuinely love it. I mean. Oh, thanks, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's, it's weird because I think it's just, I've not worked to get it or anything it's just kind of there I'm just I don't know um and people do often mention it to me they say oh and I didn't even know what it was when my singing teacher a few years ago was like oh you've got a lovely vibrato to your voice I was like what is that and then I realized that that's what it means but but yeah I think on that song you can hear it I mean I, I, I didn't know what it was called. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I've not got a musical background. I've got nothing to do with music before this, you know, other than the fact that I like music. And yeah. I wanted to create a platform to talk to people, you know, particularly unsigned artists. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, I'm, I remember some bits from when I used to play guitar years ago and I used to have a guitar oh, teacher. Wow. So like the, yeah. like an ostinato. Like, um, yeah, you know, like when you talk about opera singers, you know, you've got your autos, your tenors, your um, yeah, oh, I, I can't remember half them now, it's it's too late. But, I know what you mean, though. Soprano, fals- that one, falsetto as well, and um, that's where you're really high and you can go between yeah. high and a bit lower, but yeah, um, vibrato. It's such a lovely, lovely quiver. It's that that's the only way I can describe it. It's like <laughs> Yeah, no, quiver that yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like a little I think some songs <laughs> Yeah, you were doing that with your hand, weren't you? Obviously you can't people can't see, but yeah, like a little quiver. <laughs> yeah. Basically, whenever you talk about like fishes swimming in the sea and when you try and mimic <laughs> the hand, you know, either you do that or you do that. Yeah. That, that, to kind of explain to people what I was doing with my hands, <laughs> but yeah, like when you're when you're singing, mm. when you're singing, yeah, when you do the vibrato, obviously yeah. you're not doing it. Do you do it consciously or do you do it subconsciously? Um, at first, it was completely subconsciously until my singing teacher said to me. In fact, what he actually said was, um, th- there are some songs that suit vibrato and there are some songs that don't. And there are some points in a song where it's really good to use vibrato and then there are some points where it should just be smooth. And if I'm honest, I sometimes struggle to just do a smooth note because I'm so used to the, like, you know, the, ah, like the vibrato, like I'm so used to it that I struggle to just do like a smooth note sometimes. So yeah, most of the time it's, it's not on purpose. But now that I'm aware that apparently this is, you know, a few people have mentioned that it's quite nice. I do try and do it a bit more consciously and work at not doing it and try and just, yeah, I guess be a bit more aware of it. Now, whenever mm. I'm told to do something that's a bit, not quirky, but something that you know you're doing, but you can't sometimes control it. Do you yeah. find that when you're told to do something like that, it's difficult? Um, so why are you going to ask me to do it? No. <laughs> I can try, but if it's really bad, you'll have to cut it out. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll just, because we spoke about Galway Bay, I'll just do it to Galway Bay. I'm going to have to be a bit quiet though, because my um, flatmate is sleeping, but okay. Um, I'm just going to do it on the, I'm going to try and just do it on the word island 
and not do it on any of the other words. Your flatmate's okay. sleeping. Let me, let, let, let me, your flatmate's sleeping. Well, she's not sleeping, but she's in bed and she's probably not wanting to hear me screeching. <laughs> screeching? If she, if she wants to hear screeching, I'll take the, the phone to her room now and I'll sing. I'll do some singing. <laughs> That's like cats in alleyway fighting. <laughs> go on. Sorry. Right, okay. Here we go. Um, if you ever go across the sea to Ireland. So I tried to just do it on island, but I actually did it on sea because I, I don't know, I can't really always control it. <laughs> just how, 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 how do people sound so pretty and I don't? <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> just... I want to hear you play guitar now. I know that you used to play. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, if, if you want like, oh, I can't remember what I play now. Oh, Amy McDonald. This is the life. That's probably the only okay song that I remember. But even yeah. then, I probably I don't even know if my guitar's in tune. You know, I haven't touched it in like over a, a year, so it's probably way out of tune. So shame. That that can easily be sorted. Oh, I know it can. <laughs> oh, but yeah, okay. So you play you play guitar? Yes, not well, but I do play. Yeah. When? I am more of a singer than a than a guitarist, but it is something I'm going to try and keep improving on. When did you start playing? Um, my dad's been trying to get me to play ever since I can remember because he's always played. But I just, all I've ever wanted to do is sing. I've never been that interested until probably, I'd say about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, when I realised that to be able to, go up on stage I wanted to be able to back myself um I don't mind using the odd backing track but I really liked the look you know I looked at other people doing doing it and I, I thought I like the look of having a guitar um so yeah I tried to to learn and manage I'm very I'm quite an impatient person so rather than waiting until I'm like the best or really good at something I'm like oh great I can get through a song let me do it now so um yeah that's kind of what I'm what I'm like so I will try and keep improving but for now I can just play some basic chords and it's enough to get me through a few songs so i just do it well in country music you only really need three i mean what is it gac <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i do and d gac and d they're, See, they're my chords yeah chords and the truth. <laughs> oh. so one thing that i want to mention mm -hmm. is where's the merch Yes, I know. I've not got. I've not got that far yet. That is something I will consider. I don't even know how you go about like organizing that. What? No. I mean, all you've got to do is just. Do you, do you have a? Do you have a logo yet that you're? Yeah, kind of. Um, I mean. I say kind of, Laura Farrow created like a, a logo for me. Um, it's just like a picture of me with like a pink thing behind. It's really nice, actually. I guess I would say that's my logo. Um, it very much defines me. It's pink. It's got flowers on. Um, 
but it's not like on my Instagram or anything really. I did post it when she did it, but it's on my website. But I guess because I don't really have much any merch or anything, there's not really anything to use it on. So maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe that can be my next step. Ooh, that was today. What's that? I'm just trying to find, like, logos and stuff here. And yeah. I've just come across the Bells and Gals, home of female country music. Yes. Introducing Lisa T. Yay! <laughs> oh, I love you, Nick. This is... Oh. When, when, did, when did you do this? Um, so yeah, Nick reached out to me a couple of weeks ago. Well, it was when my song reached number two in the iTunes country charts. That's when he got in touch with me. Um, and then, or maybe I got in touch with him. I can't remember. I've spoken to so many people lately. I might've got in touch with him actually, but anyway, it was about two weeks ago, whichever way around it was. And then the interview itself was about three days ago. And then he, he, uh, did it today, produced it, would you say? Released it? Released, I'd say. Released it. Released it today, yeah. So for those that haven't read it yet, be sure to go to the Bells and Gals website by going to www.bellsandgals.com and then just click on... <laughs> intro- um, yeah, I think it's just under re- uh, reviews, possibly reviews. I don't know how I clicked on it. I just, I just, I literally just type... I like to just type in the name into into google and see what comes up yeah and sometimes it's great sometimes it, it doesn't pull anything up <laughs> um it's right on the home page straight away it's on your right next to the amplified accelerated artist the scrolling banner thing they've got so you click on that and i'm just having a look as well oh yeah i'm, I'm just looking as well such there an amazing pretty such a pretty picture do you know, I took that in my living room. No. Where Honestly. Are you right now? No, in my old house. But ah. yeah, I took that in my in my living room using um it I used a ring light and I put it on the floor and I used a filter, like a stage on the normal camera on the on the iPhone, there's one called stage and it blacks out the background behind you. And then I added the spotlight down to it. Um, and heavily edited it afterwards <laughs> so that it looks quite, um, well, a bit more professional. So that is... What, um, would, you, what would you describe that lipstick colour as? <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe rouge? Rouge. Rouge. No, it's <laughs> absolutely made. Everybody's using roses at the moment. What what what's the symbol of the rose? Well, it's it was for the song "You Liked Me in Red." Yeah. So I took this picture probably September time, um, and yeah, I just I thought, what is red? And I, I put a red dress on, red lips, red nails, and I thought I'll use a rose. So yeah, that was that was the reason for me. Now, obviously, after reading this, the, there's a couple of mm-hmm. questions that come to mind. Okay. Now you can imagine what one of the questions is. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Yes, I'm ready. How long does it take to have a shower in the morning with such long hair? 
obviously not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> Do you actually want me to answer I that, or are you just genuinely <laughs> intrigued? It's like yeah. down to your ankles, like Rapunzel, well, Rapunzel, throw down your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. it can be quite annoying when you live with me because it is real so it literally falls out all the time and it, I've broken so many hoovers because the hair just gets stuck under the hoovers um, it's called scissors yeah. and you cut it and then you like kind of peel it out <laughs> in clumps yeah. like. oh I know there's just so much of it but yeah showering doesn't actually take too long I guess it's drying it that takes a bit longer but even so I only wash it like twice a week so it's fine. <laughs> that was that was baff. I mean, I know. I always I I always wash my hair. You know, I don't like going to the shower and not wash my hair. Um, yeah, I know that that can sometimes be bad because it gets rid of all the oil, you know natural oils that are supposed to be. In yeah, hair and, but I put wax in my hair anyhow. So either way, that's oil. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, they, there's some serious length. <laughs> But I honestly think it's because I don't wash it much that it it, it stays long. Um, I, d I don't know. I've read anyway that 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 keeps your hair long and stuff if you don't wash it too much. So <laughs> have you ever? Thought, I'm not like dirty. I'd be so intrigued to see you get like you know the old school curlers. The um, oh yeah. To see how yeah. much you'd wrap around it and it just, yeah. Like, big balls of hair like <laughs> maybe i'll try it oh have, have, do you, have you ever curled your hair or do you just naturally have it straight usually i have it straight but that's more just because when i do put curls in they drop out because it because because it, it's uh, you know it's quite long but no i love i love having curly hair it just the curls just fall out so um i tend to just have it straight most of the time <laughs> Okay, so I'll go to the next question. Okie doke. What foundation are you using there? Because the glow <laughs> is just so nice. <laughs> Clinique. Clinique. I mean, yes. I do like a bit of Clinique. I mean, I, I use Clinique men, of course, um, unless it's Lola. I don't know if you, you do. Do you know my alter ego, Lola? No. <laughs> The look of concern oh my god there. what tell me what's this sounds so interesting no nah, it's, it's not it's nothing that's happening yet um basically me and linda and carl's country crew, uh, is it carl's country crew that i do this with basically at work in my engineering job yeah um, whenever we listen to bbc radio 2 quite a lot and yeah. they play lola i think it's by the smiths smiths mm -hmm. Um, it's the one that uh, she drinks cherry cola, C-O-L-A cola. Um, she walks like a woman. She talks like a man. Her name is Lola. Lola, 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 Lola. Yeah. And I love singing this song. Now, I've recently come out as bisexual. And people like yeah. to refer this song as my song. So now I've been walking around saying that my alter ego is Lola. I'm going to go out on a weekend. I'm going to dress up as Lola. And I'm now going to, I'm now seriously considering dressing up in a drag and then calling myself Lola. Amazing! Oh my god, that is no, I I didn't know anything about this. That is so cool. 
Well, I think everybody when, will know about this now. I don't know when. It just one day I'm just going to turn up to an event and I'm going to be dressed as a woman. And people will be like, Ooh, who's she? And be like, hey. Oh my God. Hey. Yes. Do it. I mean, oh, that means you'll have to get, like, that means you'll have to get rid of your beard though. I'll have to get rid of my beard. It irritates me this. I just look like, Does it? I look like I'm 10. That's a when you get rid of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so, so cool. I had no idea that, that you were planning to do that. It's amazing. But the issue is though, I don't have to, it means buying not only Clinique men, but normal Clinique. It's like extra expense. Well, it is, um, but you don't have to use Clinique. You can use, you know, you could try a different foundation for the for the first time just to see how you get on. Or you could, you could borrow some of mine. I, I don't mind sending <gasps> you some. That's it, I mean... <laughs> That, that, that's it I mean I'm sorted now I'm sorted for life <laughs> I could cut some of my I could cut some of my hair off for you as well so that you can put it on <laughs> have it almost like a toupee just like sat there like <laughs> yeah. over I'll just pull it out of my hoover and then I've not actually got to cut any off <laughs> oh that's perfect that sounds amazing you know some crushed up digestives and hmm <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's something I'd be interested in trying, but I don't know when. Yeah, just amazing. <laughs> okay, so the actual question that I really wanted to ask yeah. is one of the questions is it says about the writing process, but you say Beyonce mm-hmm. would say the reality is I woke up like this. <laughs> yeah, how cheesy is that? So the, the actual question, um, I, I don't want to read too much out because um, obviously I want you to go to the Bells and Gals page because I love the guys at Bells and Gals. And it says, can you tell us something about the rot- uh, writing process for the track? And does this mm-hmm. follow your usual writing process? And you responded, I will tell you a secret. I actually <laughs> can't tell you a secret, actually, because it's a secret. Um Right at the end, it says, a lot of people have commented that it is very catchy, but as Beyonce would say, the reality is, I woke up like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're, write, when you're writing music, yeah. when you're mm-hmm. actually sitting down, you mentioned that you had the, um, particularly for a year too long, you had the lyrics, you had the melody. Yeah. But let's take it the step before that, when you're actually writing mm. down the lyrics and figuring out the melody for it how did you Mm. go about it yeah so like I say in I won't say too much like you say but in the that interview with I don't know if this happens I could do with speaking to some of the artists actually to see if this is normal or not and if it happens for the people I'm sure it does but I sometimes just wake up in the night and I've got like not just a melody, but the words. I've got it just in my head. It's only ever one or two like sentences, but I honestly just woke up one night and I had that in my head. It was a year too long of loving you. That was it. That was all I had. But I woke up with that in my head. It was a year too long of love. And I just, I got my voice recorder out and I just got it out because I would have forgotten it otherwise. And then I just came back to it when I was, um, I suppose when I was ready to actually develop it and turned it into a, a, something else a song yeah that's a bit weird yeah maybe it is weird <laughs> it, it happens not, don't to worry. Kyle. <laughs> don't, don't I'm, I'm joking there that is very very natural particularly as a creative have you heard other people say things like that pretty much everybody 
Oh, good. Everybody okay. either has their phone next to them or they they can yes. sat on the bus and they'll just they'll think of something. It's yeah. Like quickly whispering into the microphone, or they'll have yeah. notepads and pens next to the bed in case they think of something. Quickly write it down and then go back to sleep. Yeah. That makes me feel better. My my voice recorder app on my phone is literally full of me voice notes half asleep. Like it was a year too long. Like just. <laughs> So go on then. I want, I want. I want to know. I've told you my nighttime routines. I want to know your nighttime routines. My nighttime routines. So, I tend to do yoga before bed. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I find that helps me to like de-stress. Um, I also, when I was doing my sleep, you know how you're doing your sleep um, course. When yeah. I did my sleep course, I remember one of the things it said was there's a reason why you give a baby a bath and a book before bed. It's because it makes them tired and go to sleep. So whenever I... (laughs) So I tend, not every night, but a lot of the time I'll have a bath before bed and then I'll read. (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of it really. In the mornings I do meditation, Mm -hmm. um, but in in the evening it's mainly yoga, bath, and then I'll do a gratitude list as well sometimes before bed and read. Oh, that reminds me of, um, I don't know if you know much about American country radio, but the one of the major shows over there is called the, the Bobby Bones Show. And oh, yeah. I, I've, I've spoke about them quite a lot in previous, like particularly the earlier podcasts, because that's what inspired me to actually go into podcasting and into the actual country music radio podcast side. Yeah. And one of the presenters is called Amy Brown, and she has a shop called The Shop Forward, and she mm-hmm. does something called Those uh, those Four Words, and she sells, like, tote bags and stuff like that. And you write four words, and it could be any four mm. words you want, but it's just like, a pre- it's like an appreciation list, you know, four things that you love, four things that you want to achieve four things you know just four things and she has a podcast called four things with amy brown just a plug for her there you know if if she ever wants to come on this show hi amy i've already messaged her (laughs) once but she's ignored me um but yeah that that that, that kind of reminded me of that because it's, it's so easy to go through life and not and to kick yourself down yeah oh yeah definitely so easy I always say like when I'm speaking to my like doing my well-being sessions like one of the most important things is like the language we use like our self-talk we don't even realize the way we speak to ourselves and I don't know if you've heard of Louise Hay she's amazing you should should look her up she does well she's she's not alive anymore she lived to be 93 she was an amazing woman and she did so much work on like self-acceptance and self-love and one of the things she talks about loads is mirror work where when we look in the mirror we're always picking at stuff like oh I've got a spot or I've got this and we very rarely look in the mirror and just actually find something that we like about ourselves and she makes you when you do her little uh, mirror work challenge in a book she makes you stand in front of the mirror and look in your own eyes and say like I love you or this is what I like about myself. And it can be really challenging because we're just so not used to it. We're not taught that in school. We're not told the importance of self-acceptance and self-love, but it really is so important. Can you do it in like public bathrooms? (laughs) Imagine. I love you. (laughs) 
just wondered what that weird guy was doing down in Leeds Bus Station. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I totally get that. I mean, I don't remember. I can't honestly. It, it, the reason why I pick the the reason why I joke about stuff like that is because it's it's almost like a self defense mechanism because I kind of kick myself for not doing that. I don't. I can't mm. remember the last time I actually picked something out about myself that I actually like. It's always the negative, yeah. you know, weight or yeah. being unfit or my back's hurting or you know I'm too tired or it, it's always the negative. Always the negative. It's so yeah, sad. I think it's what most of us do, isn't it? Without even realizing it. Um, but yeah, I think it's important that we and we. It can be hard to find. It's, it's almost easier to to say things you like about other people. Like straight away when you said, um, you know, I've not picked something I like, straight away the first thing that came to my mind was your sense of humour. you just got an amazing sense of humour. You're so, you're so funny. Um, you, well, you've made me laugh loads. I, I love laughing. It's so I, I just, everyone loves laughing, don't they? But yeah, it doesn't always have to be something, if you, if you, if you find it hard to look at yourself and pick something physically, you can think of something like that. Like, I, I like that I am passionate I like that I'm driven I like that I'm funny or you know as long as we're being nice to ourselves in some way that's all that matters <laughs> so thank you that's lesson one on well-being tips <laughs> so go on then pretend that I'm your mirror and you're speaking to yourself what is it that you, you know yeah. what would you normally say for your appreciations for you oh you can't ask me that can you or is that too personal <laughs> I mean no I suppose it's not I have to practice what I preach I would probably um I guess what I would normally do is I would I would pick something that I feel like I've, I've done quite well like that I'm proud of myself for doing you know maybe something that's a bit out of my comfort zone like and I'd I'd look at myself and I'd sort of in my head I'd say well well done for doing that and I'm I'm proud of you or something like that you know um but honestly when I first when I first read Louise Hay's book Mirror Work and I was trying to do it I found it so weird and so hard um and she says she actually has had someone because she used to do this face-to-face therapy with people and she used to make them hold a mirror in front of her and try and pick one thing and she says she's had someone smash the mirror on the floor before because he it was a man and he found it that hard to pick something um so yeah people really struggle with it it's not easy and it does it does seem a bit weird to stand in front of a mirror and pick something you like about yourself but it's important sometimes I just think it's difficult just to you know I could go into the funny side and just say you know just talk to yourself randomly in front of the mirror but in all seriousness it is hard to be brutally open and honest with yourself I mean yeah it took me 10 10 years to realize how much I was suffering and it took to the point where I wanted to commit suicide to realize my depression was that bad and yeah when you you kind of put it off and put it off and put it off and then it's like okay then this is the day I need to go see help I need to I need to speak to somebody yeah and yeah it's so easy to just like you said you know wait for me being in the dark places every day is a dark place it's just some days that answers dark and mm. uh, I'm, I'm going too much into this now but no no 
it's good to talk about these things. But to go into relation to that, you know, it's 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 about acceptance, accepting that there's something wrong and I think one of the things that I'm more grateful for is acknowledging the acceptance of my mental health. Yeah, and just being so open about it. Like, I think that's really great. Like, a lot of people wouldn't sit there and just own it and be open about it. I think that's, you should be really proud of yourself for that. That could be your thing that you look in the mirror and say, I'm proud of my strength for opening up, you know. There's so much in, in there that even then that you've just said that you could actually be proud of yourself for but it's just it's just we're not programmed that way mm-hmm. to to big ourselves up because it's it's kind of looked at as a bit like we said before didn't we vain or or arrogant. you know arrogant yeah to do that and really it shouldn't be yeah. so yeah we could speak all night about well I could anyway I love I love talking about all this kind of stuff I do as well I mean if, if you're still listening, don't worry, we will get back to some music. If you're finding this interesting, carry on listening. If not, skip. I don't know how long. We've, we've oh. got people sitting, smashing mirrors on the floor now. <laughs> I mean, it's there's been times where... There's been times where I've been so disappointed in myself, where I've self and I know, yeah. not, I know I'm not the only person who no. could potentially be listening to this that has been through that same situation. And I think, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror and all you see is the negative, I, th- it's mm. really, I think that is one of the most dif- difficult things, really, is to turn around and say yes okay, then there is at least one good thing. And I think one of the biggest issues we've got as a society and us as a human race is the fact mm-hmm. that we we look at aesthetic before our yeah. own internal emotions. Definitely. You know, 100%. You know, I look in a mirror and I don't see, you know, funny. I don't see charismatic. I don't see strength. I see, you know a scruffy beard, I see overweight, I see messy hair, I, I just, annoying voice, you know, weird nose, you know, you can pick so oh many. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so, it's so, like, in, I would never, like, I know obviously everyone sees the bad in themselves, but yeah, I would never see. There's actually a quote that I love and it says, if the whole world was blind, how many people would you impress? And I think that's so powerful. Like if we took away all of the stuff we could see, it all we would have to go on is what people deliver from the inside. And I just, I love that quote. And I, I think we should, we should try and live by that more. Like it's so irrelevant, like what we look like on the outside. And it's hard when we've got social media and stuff, but mm. all that matters is what kind of person you are and how you make other people feel. And, you know, yeah, but it's hard in this, in this day and age. It's, it's a really powerful quote. That really mm. is. I mean, it really would change the world. Yeah. But particularly for Louise Hay as well. She wouldn't have been able to write a book because we wouldn't be holding mirrors. <laughs> See, you're so quick. I love it. So quick-witted. 
that was the first thing that came to my head was like, oh, I won't need to look in the mirror then and look at myself. <laughs> I mean, you still, you still know yourself though. You know, I've I've got some very close friends that are that are partially sighted and you know completely blind, and he, oh. I've had family members as well that have been going down that route. You know, through mm. progressive like cataracts, you know, that's got worse and worse and worse. And yeah, you know, this outlook on life is amazing. It really, really is because they never looked at me. Well, they never looked at me and said, you know, you're, you know, you're getting overweight. You know, they say, oh, you, you're sound, you're sounding good. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You, you okay? You sound a bit low. Mm. you know little things yeah and it it means a lot it genuinely genuinely does yeah yeah definitely yeah so enough about my phobia of mirrors (laughs) when it comes to performing Mm mm-hmm just before you're about to hit that camera and you're about to go live. Yeah. What goes through your head? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I better go to the toilet quickly to make sure I don't need to go during, <laughs> during the performance. <laughs> usually. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually why don't you just get one of those incontinence pads, like or like one of those adult diapers? That way, you don't need to worry about it. That's a great idea. And if you just need to go, you just need to go. <laughs> nobody needs to know. Well, unless you listen to this, but nobody needs to know. <laughs> no, and also that does go through my head. But I think what goes through my head is just I just try and kind of prep talk myself a bit because I'm usually quite nervous when I'm about to sing on whatever it is really whether it's virtual or physical and I just try and say to myself what's the worst that can happen just go for it just try and enjoy it and you know I think sometimes you get so nervous that it takes the enjoyment out of it completely and then what's the point if you're not enjoying it to me there's no point because I do this because I love it and I enjoy it so yeah it's not always that easy but most of the time I just try and convince myself that this is supposed to be fun so there's just no point being nervous but yeah now one thing that i always notice particularly during Mm. your lives instagram lives is your use of the microphone yeah i absolutely love it i mean normally when people sing it's you know it'll be like a mounted thing where on like facebook lives you know people will be sat here with the microphone Mm. and they'll be you know singing but on Instagram yeah. lives, people don't usually do that. They just plug their headphones in and then just go. Or they just use yeah. the in-phone speaker. And I love it. I, I genuinely do. I mean, because you've got that, you know, you've got the slight echo in there. You've got uh, the uh, little bit of yeah. reverb. And... Mm, yeah. No, I do prefer, I prefer. But then, um, I don't know if you know, on TikTok, when you pre- record videos, they have a little built-in mic so when you record, like if you do it on the platform and then you can go to voice effects and then you can add a little mic on and it just gives you a tiny little bit of reverb, which is nice. So I've kind of recently not always felt like I needed to use my mic as much because of that uh, function. But yeah, I do prefer 
I think everyone's voice sounds slightly nicer with a microphone. So yeah, I do prefer using the mic. Now, when it comes to using a microphone and singing, you do realise that you don't need to because your voice is stunning as is. Let me just rewind 30, 30 minutes ago when you gave us the vibrato. Yes. Nailed it. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know how it sounds because I couldn't hear it, so I've only only got your word. (laughs) <laughs> would, yeah, would, I, would I lie to you <laughs> I hope not <laughs> I just no you, you nailed it I mean when you if you listen back to this you'll be impressed with how it sounded you you really don't yeah. you, could, you could you could just do a live stream now and you'd nail it I know you'd nail it without even warming up oh thank you yeah, I think it's just having that belief, isn't it? And that's what we were talking about, that self-confidence and stuff. So if you, it'll come with time. If you look into a mirror and just say mm. to yourself, you know, I believe in myself. Yeah. After you say you love yourself, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give that a try. I'm always up for trying uh, for trying new things. So, yeah, I'll start with that. I believe in myself. Oh, you could try it now. Because um, in the corner of your screen, there should be you. Like... <laughs> I'm not doing it now. <laughs> when you're performing mm. and you're looking at your, say it's an Instagram live and you're on your phone and yeah. you perform to the camera. Now, obviously, we know where the eyes are. Because we're so used mm-hmm. to, you know, seeing each other on the screen. You know that I'm looking at the screen, looking directly at you. When I'm like this, you know I'm looking directly at me. When I'm like this, yeah. I'm looking directly at the camera. For those yeah. listening at home, you won't know what I'm talking about. Basically, I've just <laughs> looked at um, Lisa on the screen. I then looked at my kind of window tab at the top right-hand corner of my laptop. And then I've looked right at the top of my laptop screen where the webcam is. So basically how we're discussing each other talking to each other not discussing each other that's a bit weird (laughs) so basically where i'm going with this this long ass explanation is when you're performing on instagram live and you've got the phone in front of you and you can see your reflection do you ever get like self-conscious or anything when you're performing like any facial expressions you might do or just the way yeah yeah, definitely. Um, especially when it was fa- when I was doing Facebook lives because I would do them on my MacBook, so I would be really big um, and, and see myself. But um, so yeah, I definitely would get would get self conscious. But I just tried not to really look at myself, and I would just try and look like you say at the bit where you know the camera is, so you're not actually looking at your how you look. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's hard not to. I think that's the, the, that's the big difference, isn't it? When you're actually when you're on stage and it's a live gig you can't first of all you can't see yourself and once if you make a bit of a mistake it's gone that's it but when it's online it's there it's recorded people can watch it back and it's it's always there and it's just that's the biggest difference for me i think but yeah now when it you mentioned earlier open mics yeah what do you find more daunting open mics or lives on the internet um Hmm. I don't know really. I think probably I'd say 
if it's a paid gig, I always find that quite nerve wracking because somebody's paying me to sing and I do sort of get a bit ner- more nervous. With open mics now, touch wood, I find I don't seem to get too more too nervous now. Um, and it depends on the live. If it's if it's like a Facebook live or an Instagram live that I'm just doing myself, I don't really mind it. But if I'm doing it where, like the one in January that we spoke about earlier, and people have bought tickets, then I do get quite nervous because people have had, there's an expectation there. There's a level that you've got to kind of you set yourself that you've got to reach because people are paying to see you. So yeah, I, I guess it sounds a bit weird, but when it's when it's unpaid, I don't feel nervous anymore. But when I'm being paid, I get a bit nervous. <laughs> whatever it is now when it comes to actual the performance do you like choose the set list as you're going along or do you do like a predetermined set list or is it just um, wing it? At, the, at the moment I have a set list and I know exactly what I'm going to do I think when I get a bit more experienced and I, you know, get a bit further on in in with my musical ability. I think I'll be able to just wing it, or you know, if somebody throws a request at me, it's like, yeah, sure. But for now, I, I do, I do have a set list. Yeah. So, out of your set list, what's your favourite song to sing? I think it would have to be Seven Lonely Days, Patsy Cline. That's my fate. I feel like I can play and sing that the best out of, out of my songs. Um, whereas if it's just singing, no no guitar, I think my favourite is um, I Really Got the Feeling, a Dolly Parton cover. Um, so, yeah, with I always it's always harder to do a song with the guitar because you've got two things to think about. You've got the singing and the guitar. Whereas when you're just using a backing tape, you've just obviously got your singing to focus on. Now, I'm surprised... Yeah. You didn't choose like Tay Tay or. Oh yeah, I do love Taylor's. Like yeah, I do love Taylor Swift song as well, but I don't like. I don't know. I think it's because I feel like I sing the older songs slightly better for some reason. I think I don't know why. Like I think Patsy Cline songs, I, I seem to feel quite good singing those so they're usually my favorite all all her songs i love singing oh i wish i saw this gig now what's that bad moon rising oh yes <laughs> Hallelujah. so many great songs yeah it's a great list oh thank you need to get a few more original ones on there now to pad it out i've not even updated it with a year too long yet that one on my website so i need to get that done now what events you need to update your website yeah i do i do really need to update my website is it you that does all your website stuff um i've got a friend who works in marketing and she does it for me um so yeah I usually just send her she updated it the other day actually with the year too long clip and some information about it but I'll ask her to just add a few more bits on for me like the set list and the upcoming gigs and stuff one thing that people do need to do is sign up to your subscribing list oh yeah that'd be good 
like what I've just done now. Oh, thank you. So you should get a notification. Is it Wix that you use? Yes, it is. See, I'm just so good. You are. You know it all. <laughs> There's nothing on here that tells me it's Wix, by the way. So just if anybody knows, I just know the kind of text boxes they use because I've used it so much now. It's unbelievable. I need to update my website. Oh, I need to do it as well. Oh, so do you do your? Do you do yours yourself? Oh yeah, of course I do. I can't afford somebody yeah. else doing it. Well, I don't pay. I don't. I don't pay my friend. She's <gasps> just. She's just a, a really nice, helpful friend. <laughs> do you give me free gigs? Well, she's actually getting married next year, so technically the answer's yeah. And she's asked me to sing at her wedding. Um. And I was like, oh, great, I'll make some money then. And she was like, no, you won't. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's how I'm gifting her back. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you don't have to buy her a present then. That's what I said, but I think she's still expecting one. <gasps> Definitely. That's so rude. I mean, if I was your friend, I would be, I'd, be, I'd be giving you, like, extra slices of cake and just... <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, take, an, take another piece. <laughs> or I'd even get you to cut the cake with them. At the same time. Oh, great idea. I'll tell them that. The guy, Mick, he'll love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> not not, th- not three wheel, uh, being a third wheel or anything, just in the photos. <laughs> oh, so when it comes to like performances, like paid performances, you know. Yeah. What, obviously, because in order to make music you need to get as many gigs in as possible you know in terms of paid performances mm. now we've been stuck indoors doing only like live streams and stuff when we yeah. do when we do go out you know are you looking at yeah. wanting to do like birthdays weddings events, yeah definitely yeah i'd love to do things like that i think weddings would be that's something that in the past i've always said oh no i don't think i'd be confident enough to do that because it's you know it's the biggest day of someone's life and I don't think I'd want that pressure but now I feel like I'm at a point where I I would actually quite I'd welcome that especially because I'm going to trial it with my friend's wedding first um where it'll be a bit more of a relaxed environment so I think yeah after that I'd love to do some some weddings and stuff it's fine it's only your friend and if it all goes tits up then it's all right (laughs) Yeah, I've got every confidence in you. I'm I'm joking when oh. I say that. You know, I I, I, know. I genuinely believe that you'll smash it. Straight Thank out you. the pack. <laughs> okay, so in terms of future music coming soon, yes. Is there anything in the pipeline that you're getting ready to possibly release? There is. So um, Davis Branch, that name again, he said to me the other day, we need to, um, you know, because a year too long has been quite well well received. So he was like, we need to get started on your next one. So very beginning stages, but um, I have got an idea of of what I want to do. I'm I'm thinking it might be just to intertwine, you know, what we were speaking about with well-being and stuff. That's my other passion as well as music. So I have written a song recently which is kind of, I'm not going to sort of say too much because that is very early stages, but yeah, I'm thinking of doing a new new song that's kind of about um, mental well-being and looking after ourselves and stuff like that. The thing is, though, when it comes to, I mean, as listeners, you know, 
if 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 you don't understand, you know, the kind of stresses that artists have, particularly in this moment here, where there's something that's kind of blossoming and there's always a panic. If you say something too soon, then it kind of mm. loses its sparkle or pizzazz later because you've got to build some form of anticipation. But the other mm-hmm. thing is ideas can quickly change. You may, yes. you may be writing a song about red roses, but next thing you know, you're singing about yellow daffodils. You know, it's yeah. so quick. Yeah, it's change. true. Definitely. So I, I get it. I mean, what kind of like feeling are you going, are you wanting to go for in this next single? Yeah. So I actually, when I um, sent across a year too long to Davis, I, I also sent this song and one other song as well. Um, and, and he said, I think this one is right for right now. And we can potentially come back to the other two at a late, a late stage. So I've got kind of the, the very basics of the song. Um, I might actually ask Nikita to take a look at it as well and just see if she, if she can make any suggestions, add anything to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a country, um, but it's like an uplifting song. If, if that's kind of what you were meaning with what feel it's kind of, it's like, uh, no, I mean, yeah, like, it's written in, is it solid oh, or is it liquid? I mean, like, does it feel like sand? <laughs> no, it feels like a cold shower. Oh, that sounds so... <laughs> go on yeah so yeah um the feeling like the emotions the kind of tempo kind of yeah it's an upbeat it's an upbeat uplifting song with a a a key message in there i think that's all i'll say for now (laughs) uplifting up tempo with a key message (laughs) about and it's to do with well-being kind of it's to do with how we as a society approach like life and situations and the way that we are with each other basically yeah if you listen to this and you can guess what the song is feel free to contact lisa (laughs) (laughs) hashtag lisa's songs (laughs) <laughs> or hashtag what is Lisa thinking <laughs> does even Lisa know <laughs> I've, I've got an idea but I've said I don't want to say anything in case it is right and then it puts you in the awkward position that you say yeah yeah and then it's like okay then the sparkle's gone and then you have to think of something else oh. and then yeah but anyhow so I, I just want to reiterate how amazing you are. Oh, I think you're amazing too. Oh, stop it. You melted. <laughs> I feel like the green witch. I mean, she's been crushed. Oh, but thank you. Oh, no, it keeps freezing. Why is it doing that?
Oh no. Can you hear me? Of course I can hear you. Oh good. I don't know what happened there. It just kept freezing. It's those cold showers. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> there we, that, was, that was a bit of Yorkshire then. Must be. Must be. Love it. <laughs> oh, anyhow, we've been chatting for an hour and a half. But we can keep going if you Have we? Have we been chatting for an hour and a half? Oh, God, yeah. 10 to 11. Gosh, it's time for your bedtime routine. Or you won't make oh, no, it. There's another 40 minutes yet for that. Oh, that's good. So we can keep no, going. No, I've it. We can keep going if you want. It's up to you. No, it's up to it's you. It's up to you. Depends on what you can tell me. <laughs> no, what I'll do is I'll start, we'll start going through the closed down things now. So, yeah. Lisa. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Lisa, yes. Lisa, 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 Lisa. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. When are we going to see some more merch stuff? That is a good question. I need to get that sorted, really. I just kind of think, would anyone want to walk around and stuff with my name on it at this point? Apart from my mum. Maybe me in front of Oh. <laughs> if you're going to get stickers, just let me know so I can get one, so I can stick it on my wall. Oh, okay. Stickers is something I've not thought of, actually. They're cheap to get. Yeah. And they always look snazzy. So yeah. far, I and have people can... two. Oh, whose are they? Uh, Harriet Rose and Emma Moore. Oh, good ones to have. So I'm, I'm going to eventually like build this wall up and end up taking these tin signs down so it's just different artists' merch throughout. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. amazing. But... I love the sign. Before we go, if you don't mind, I'd love to get a little picture where... You know how you've got behind it says on air. I think that's so cool. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you to, do you want me to send you a picture of it? No, but I mean like of us together, like, you know, where you screenshot. I don't have to if you don't want me to. Uh, it's fine. Just let me prove myself. Just let me get my... Okay. You tell me when you're ready. Do you want a bit more light on it? Go on then. Uh, get my ring light. Face and upwards. Oh, lovely. Sorry if you can see my armpit, you know, because it's just totally... No, it's okay. Yeah, you can as well. <laughs> hey. oh, I am a bit eccentric, by the way, so you might have gathered. I love it. <laughs> White light. I don't know if you can see the sign. Can you see the sign? You see the sign? Yeah, I can now. Yeah. Okay, you ready? No, no, no. I want you in it. Yeah. Oh, you want Perfect. That, that on air sign? Yeah, and you. I thought you meant that on air sign. Oh, no, no, no. Got, that one. We've got two. We've got that one and that one. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that other one. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll take that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is cool as well. Oh, you've got loads of nice stuff. It says House of the Blues, I've got Jim Beam, I've got Travel America. Oh, amazing. Oh, I haven't shown you this yet. So, yeah, um, obviously nobody will know what exactly is going on right now. So we're talking about getting a photo because, you know, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign it later because I'm just so, I'm just so famous. 
<laughs> I don't know if you like Harry Potter. Oh, yes. I've got a golden snitch Easter egg thing. Got it for Christmas. Amazing. You got you. That's amazing. Where like who even makes that? I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't know. Came in this box. Uh, Lidl's finest. Uh, Max and Spencer's. <laughs> um, brilliant yeah mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> um I, I just i've just I've just shown lisa my golden snitch <laughs> and shown her my artwork as well you know my uh pinups on the wall yeah so, they're really cool yeah um so you want a picture of that actually <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'll send it to you after. It's it's great picture. Oh, no. It, 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 it's fine, love. Don't worry. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, shit. Ejects. Oh, yeah, it's because I just pulled that out. It's fine. I probably just lost all my data. Oh, no. Have you ever have you ever pulled out, like, a hard drive before and not safely ejected it? Oh, uh, yes, I know what you mean. Dangers of... Is that, that's, playing, that's like playing Russian roulette. You know, has, yeah. the, has the data corrupted or hasn't it? I know, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so, yeah, we was, we was talking about merch. So you're worried oh, about yeah. people having your face all over it or your name walking around like, why? Like- I just don't think anyone will want, I just don't know if anyone will want to do that. But I think a stick, stickers are great ideas because people can like just, you know, put them on, I don't know, their laptop or anything really. At least then they don't have to feel like they've got to wear a t-shirt of me and my face or anything. It doesn't so- have, to have your face. No, I suppose it could just have like logo or name or something. Tote bags are good as well. Yeah, that, they are good. Mm. I'll definitely think about it, yeah. I always love tote bags. Yeah. Have you lost something? I've, I was trying to see if I've got the Harriet Rose one that I've got as well. I've got Harriet Rose one somewhere. Ah. I don't know what it is. Well, I was just going to show you. Basically, it's that, it's that logo. I yeah. Just, I don't know if you can see it. But it's just just the, about. It's just the, yeah. Why don't you just make it easier? Like, take you to the logo. Oh, yeah. I love that. So, it's a black. Yeah. It, 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 it's a black tote bag. And it has a name across it. Just, just that. Mm. It's just so simple. Yeah. You could do that with your name. Get your name yeah. in some nice font. And that's it. Bish, bash, bosh. Real good nosh. You're making money and... People have got good bags to go shopping with down down yeah. <laughs> Or Marks and Spencers. Oh my, I, well, that, that was Christmas presents. So people, I do not shop at Marks and Spencers because I can't afford a toffee crisp. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I want I want to say it now because I'm going to say I'm going to say it a million times. Thank you for coming on. You're an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you for having me, Dom. I know how busy you are, so I really appreciate you having me on. I mean, I know, you know, just scoffing biscuits and chocolate eggs, just, it's so time-consuming. And Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes. I've actually got four boxes of Jaffa cakes here, you know. 
I've oh, only shown lovely. you one. I've only shown you one. <laughs> I don't know. I've only... I like chocolate. That's why I'm trying to lose weight. Have you ever seen them ones before? Oh, no, I've not. <sighs> so it's the Jaffa Cakes cherry flavour. Apparently it's new, but it was new at Christmas. They go out a day, 24th of April this year. Do I eat them or should I just leave them and have them as like a... Oh, no. No, you've got to try them. They look so nice. But I'm on a diet I, now. What do I do? Yeah. Oh, you can't You can't just not... They can't go to waste. What I'll have to do is I'll have to take one to work and when I do my run in the morning, I'll have to... I'll, I'll have a little treat afterwards. Or I might have it beforehand yeah. and then use that as the... Quote, energy. Quote, energy to burn it off. Yeah. Yes. That's Great idea. It. That's it. 6am in the morning eating Jaffa cakes, going for a run around Leeds. Oh, <laughs> I say run, it's and not then finish. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Oh. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so my on 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 everything, I'm Lisa T Music01 on Instagram, on TikTok and on Twitter, Lisa T Music01. And then on Spotify, iTunes and all the music platforms, I'm just Lisa T. Zero two. <laughs> what is the zero one about? It was just um I don't know. I think you know when you try and make a name on Instagram and it has to be something that's not already in, in use, like a username. Um, so I just put zero one, and it worked. You don't have a weird obsession with 007, James Bond? <laughs> no, no. It's just my username on everything, Lisa T Music 01. I just thought I'd keep it the same on everything. So what's your mother's maiden name? So we've got... My mother's maiden name? <laughs> just, if you use that for your username for everything, I might be able to get into oh, no. online banking. <laughs> Not, everything. <laughs> Not everything, no, just the social media platforms. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find your music um i'm on all music platforms so spotify itunes amazon music whatever anyone listens to i'm i'm on them all i should be anyway so yeah just search lisa t with a capital t and you should find me <laughs> and it is literally just a t don't it's not like cup of tea or like a t-shirt <laughs> or a smarty or a tie it was literally just <laughs> tea just a tea just, just a tea <laughs> okay <laughs> now that we've clarified that thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for coming on it's been absolutely it's been fun it's been it's been an experience it has we've we've covered so many different topics haven't we it's been great <laughs> i've loved it really loved it absolutely i have genuinely it's been a nice night it's it's been a nice yeah. night of the night thank you really nice oh thank you dom <laughs> everybody check out lisa t so it's just remember it's lisa t just just the t just just search lisa t <laughs> t t on spotify <laughs> apple music amazon pandora wherever you live in the world wherever you get your music from Thank you all for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure being able to have these chats with these amazing artists, as always. <laughs> and I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Hold up. 
That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.